0: Hello and welcome to That Film's Due. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at The Grey Man. Directed by Anthony and
1: Joe Russo, The Grey Man is the action thriller film based on the 2009 novel of the same name by Mark Greene. The movie is playing in select cinemas and available now on Netflix, but if you haven't seen The Grey Man yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our review. We will be talking spoilers. Produced by the Russo
0: brothers' company, Agbo, it is set to be the first film in a franchise based upon Greeny's Grey Man novels. Jason, you have the plot. When the
1: CIA's top asset, his identity known to no one, uncovers agency's secrets, he triggers a global hunt by assassins set loose by his ex-colleague. I think we've got to start there, haven't we, with the plot. I mean, I
0: have read so much criticism online for this movie saying there's barely any plot. If you look at a film like a very successful film, John Wick, that movie is fantastic. And, you know, Keanu Reeves brings a lot to it, but ultimately it has a dog. He no longer has a dog. That's the film, him wanting revenge. John Wick is back. And I feel like this movie has had a lot of unfair criticism thrown at it for its very straightforward plot. And you've got to think, I mean, this is a movie directed by the Russo brothers. They know what they're doing. And this is surely the film that they set out to make. It's,
1: I mean, yeah, look, the the plot is, and this is a negative point, it's simple. It's simple. I say that in a, in a nice way. Um, it's straightforward. It's pretty It's pretty direct. But there's so much sort of happening and going on as you're watching it. I feel like people would, you know, if, if this was a, if they did this differently and they were like, let's make this full of different twists and surprises and make the plot overly complicated and convoluted, people would look at it and and be like, man, maybe they should have streamlined that a little bit, you know, like simplified it. But I feel like we're getting that here. And even though it is, you know, pretty straightforward, there is so much going on. And this movie, this movie, like, it goes at a breakneck pace. There's always something happening. It's like little snippets of action and scenes that just keep kicking off. We're traveling all over the planet, what, what it feels like. Um, there's there's just so many things happening, you know, like from like the opening scene where things kick off, you know, it, again, it might seem like one very simple thing, like he's on the run. But it's like, you know, there's a there's a kidnapping involved, and there's like now this person's trying to kill him, and now this person, and it's like now it's taking out them and what's going on? Why is he in a hole? Why is Anadamus, you know, like trying to shoot him, but not shooting him? Why is he now passed out in the back of a truck? You know, heaps of crazy shit is going on. It's great. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the way that I looked at this,
0: I mean, it is. It is straightforward. Like, you can sum the plot very, very quickly. But I like the fact that it's it's a big action movie. It is, you know, straightforward. You can follow it. You can pretty much just switch your brain off and just let the movie wash over you. You can enjoy it. I mean, you're looking at Ryan Gosling as six. At no point does he not look like the good guy. We introduced him in the opening, clean shaven. He's younger. And then there's a bit of a time jump, got the beard, still looks like a good guy. And then when you get Chris Evans as Lloyd Hansen and that Tash, incredible, always looks like the bad guy. Like you're just watching it and it's like a comic book. You've got your good guy, you've got your bad guy. It's just very easy to follow. I mean, the action is big and just having, you know, having Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans going up against each other in this movie. It is so much fun. I mean, I can't think of anything else that Gosling has done on this scale of like a big action movie. I know recently he did that Blade Runner film, but he did some action in that, but not like this. Obviously, Chris Evans got the Captain America films, but it was just so fun
1: just seeing them come together. The star power in this movie is is definitely something to write home about. Um, but you've got these, obviously, these two leads. And, and like you just mentioned there, it's almost like every everyone in this movie seems to be doing, you know, like, like something a little bit different to what we're used to seeing them doing. Like you mentioned with Ryan Gosling. You know, we haven't really seen him in like this sort of really big action hero type of role, but we're getting that here. With Chris Evans, you know, he's been in antagonistic type roles but not to this extent. You know, like we had him in Scott Pilgrim or even uh, there's another movie, but I won't mention that one just because it might actually be part of a twist. So I won't touch that. But, you know, we've seen him kind of be the bad guy, but not not to this level. In this movie, when he's playing Lloyd Hansen, he's a maniac. Like he's crazy. (laughs) And there's so much to enjoy with that because he's not... I mean, he's still got the Chris Evans charm, which is quite quite bizarre because, you know, he's torturing a dude. He's, you know, he's yelling at people. He's kicking corpses. <laughs> you know, like he's he's shooting dead people. <laughs> he's ripping off
0: fingernails. Like talking about playing against type, Billy Bob Thornton. Like you spend the whole movie waiting for the twist, the reveal that he's secretly
1: behind all of it
0: never happened yeah, because
1: yeah he's that a good would guy be, in this. <laughs> that would be the thing you know oh the guy behind you know like the whole you know program that you know i am i'm a part of you know i'm and i'm used to seeing him sort of not in necessarily villainous roles but just sort of like you know not the best not the you know asshole type roles you know like whether he's playing the you know the, the president of the United States in Love Actually, or you know Bad Santa, stuff like that. You know the just, list goes on. Bad news, bears, Mr. Woodcock. Like you know, I mean, he does it well, but he does it often. <laughs> and in this one, you know, I was waiting because I'm like, okay, he's actually quite pleasant. You know, he has some questionable grey uh, moments. You know, when the when the niece is involved and it's her life or or six, and you know he orders the you know the kill on on six, and it's sort of like. It's kind of justified because I'm like, ah, yeah, it's not the best move, but what else was he meant to do in that situation? And at no point does he actually flip and turn and be like, oh, it was me all along, and this program's hell corrupt and blah blah blah,
0: as you would expect. That's it. But with with that scene you just mentioned there, though, like when Six is on the plane, and you know to protect you know his family, he he turns on Six, and he just added to Six's character where essentially that should have been the end of him, but he was still able to get out of it. It just goes like next level showing how competent he really is. Yeah. And look,
1: maybe, you know, maybe Fitzroy knew that he would get out of it. Oh, maybe Um, that as well. Maybe maybe He He knows knows Six. He he knows he can get out of it. But you know, like when when Six bursts through the door to save the day and it's like, you know, as Fitzroy said he would. Oh, when the girls say, yeah. Yeah, and he just and he just winks, and it's like it's a great moment. He's like no, no hard feelings. He's like he knows what had to be done. He knew the reason, and, and he just gets on with it. And you know there is like there's the father son sort of dynamic to to them too, which is which is full on. But you know who else is in this movie? Anna Damis, and I think everything that she's doing in this film makes up for what was what was missing in No Time to Die. She's She's in this, and she's she's in the action. She's completely enthralled in everything that's going on. She's shooting people. She's kicking butt. She's doing amazing shit. Um, yeah, and she At the she start is, of the film, yeah. I you know she disappeared for a little bit, and I was like, oh my god, they don't again, bring her back. I mean, I they brought her back. I was like, uh, is she going to be in the action <laughs> now, or yeah. is she just going to be behind the scenes?
0: mentioned John Wick earlier. Like, she's been cast as the lead in the spin-off. I think it's called Ballerina. So we'll get to see her kicking more yeah. ass there. I've got to be honest. like be fun. You know, I liked her in No Time to Die. And I know you liked her, the issues that you wanted more of her and more of action. No, wow. yeah, I liked her. That's, that's I sweet. thought they used her really well in that. When they first introduced her, like, she definitely served a purpose. Like, we thought...
1: That's know, she, right. Like, she, she,
0: she was a bit I happy. And, 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 you know, like, how good was she going to be in a fight? And she was excellent. Like, she did really well there so yeah we you're right we get to see more here i just find it interesting that as an actor she's at the point in her career where if you look at the poster for this movie it's just gosling and evans just two actors if you look at the names above the title of the movie three actors anna diarmas she has made the poster in name only and i get it it is this movie does belong to gosling and evans and everybody else is supporting them but i just thought it was interesting I always find it interesting when, when they do that when they'll put like a third actor's name on the poster yeah it's just a two a two-hander on there but i suppose you got a character poster <laughs> that makes up for it well, no, like definitely, bob, um... he also billy bob got a character poster as well which you know what you mentioned this got a limited theatrical run And maybe that's like part of it. But normally Netflix are like, do you know what? We're going to give you one poster. We might give you two. With this, though, (laughs) there's a handful of posters. There's a couple with Gosling and Evans. And then, as I say, like most characters got their own character poster. So normally Netflix don't go that hard marketing their
1: films. Yeah. But there's always like, you know, there's always that main one. And like you mentioned, you've just got Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling on the main poster and i think the marketing obviously is sort of pointed towards this movie being about them to be at odds with each other and that's very much what this movie is about it it's it's them to sort of like a cat and mouse um type thing except the cat is a maniac like the cat is yeah. crazy <laughs> yeah he he really is but you know what though
0: because I didn't watch this movie straight away and you watched it after me. So they'd already made the announcement of a sequel and made a big thing about Ryan Gosling coming back. And as I read that, I thought, well, Evans dies.
1: That's going to be a thing that happens. (laughs) Because it's actually, surely, the franchise is actually about Lloyd Hanson and not about <laughs> the series.
0: I know, but I'm like, you know... What a twist! You know, they made a big thing about having Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans in this movie, and then they're making a big thing about having just Ryan Gosling in that sequel. So I'm like, okay. But as soon as I started watching, I'm like, do you know what? It's fine that he dies. I'm assuming he does. He did. <laughs> but, that's, but that's okay. <laughs> he, he is so much fun in this just chewing up the scenery and again like can't say enough about that incredible mustache but originally they did want evans for the sixth role and he turned it down he was more interested in playing the villain and i'm very glad that they went that way i mean just so many of evans lines which just pitch perfect at the moment where he calls six a kendall love
1: it i mean yeah that's got barbie I mean,
0: reference i mean barbie <laughs> would have been cast when they were making this movie no doubt so gosling had already got the
1: role it's a bit of fun isn't it it is a bit of a bit of tongue and cheek humor which which i love you know like like whilst i was watching this I, I sent you a uh like a picture of jim carrey as dr robotnik from the first sonic film where he's got the mustache the same haircut as Chris Evans in this movie uh, he's wearing all black like the coat and i said i was like chris evans in the gray man I mean, and, and the more i think about it, it in you know like in in personality as well i'm like he is just a crazy person he just needs lloyd just needs some drones and he'd be he'd be he'd be right <laughs> he'd be good to i've Take got to out be <laughs> i've got to be honest if i had to
0: pick i would go evans for the best tash because again I, it's just absolutely incredible when you shared that image of carrie from sonic it made me think of that bit from the american office with pam they're the same picture
1: that's brilliant yeah that's <laughs> just that's where i went
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah i mean it's there isn't it the likeness is incredible There's a, you know, there's another pretty epic must say. It's not as good, but there's a bit of facial hair going on. Um, I think it's this guy, Wagner Mora. Leslie. I think this is the guy, the guy with the pit, (laughs) who basically trapped Six down in that hole. That was pretty epic. Um, But, but, you know, with that scene, I love the fact that when Ryan Gosling fell into that pit, there's blood coming out of his mouth. There's blood on the back of his head. And he's like, visibly, he's like, I'm in pain you know he doesn't just get up if this was a Bond movie or Jason Bourne or something like that or Mission Impossible or whatever you know like the character would fall get up brush himself off and be like damn why am I in this hole how do I get out of this hole this that would be the scene where where I was like this this was the moment in this movie I was like do you know what there's a sense of realism here and I'm really appreciating it like I like this I like what they're doing yeah, it really, and it really adds to it
0: because you could show characters, you know, being as capable as they are, you know, with firearms, hand to hand combat and all of that. But they can't be perfect. And just showing things like them slowing down, them getting stuck, bleeding. Like, honestly, I've got to a point now where the lack of blood just distracts me. Like going back to the first two Expendables movies, like limbs are getting blown off. There's blood, gore, all of that and then there's next to no blood in expendables three and it's something that does happen it usually it seems like the more that they spend on a movie the less blood they're going to give you because they're worried about that rating i mean it doesn't really yeah. have the same you does not count the same when it's like netflix you watch it at home anyway but it just it gets more and more distracting. you've made the examples bond born
1: like superheroes like it's crazy um I mean, yeah, yeah, like that's
0: a good one, Superheroes. Yeah, like,
1: this movie, like with the action, it does get you know like pretty bonkers and stuff, as so you know, just for fun and, and things like that. But even you know, like the the fountain fight between Six and Lloyd when they're you know they're just going hand to hand, but then Lloyd, you know, Chris Evans pulls out the you know his little switchblade thing and he's and he's stabbing Six like multiple times, probably six times. I don't know. It's probably a it's probably an injury there. But um, and I was sort of when I was watching, I was like, I was like. Oh, is this getting a bit silly? Like he should really be down. But then when everything's all said and done, like Ryan Gosling, you know, he's he's he sat down and he legit. I know I'm paraphrasing. He doesn't actually say it, but he, you know, it's sort of like like I'm gonna need some help pretty urgently. Otherwise, I'm I'm gonna die. Like he's about to expire. And it's like, yeah, shit. Like that's yeah, because he's been stabbed multiple times and shot in the leg. Thanks, thanks. Uh, what's her name? Jessica Henwick. <laughs>
0: Yeah, honestly, I was looking at her for the longest time and I'm thinking, who are you? What do I know you from? And um, it's another Marvel connection Colleen Wing in Iron Fist, you know, the least popular of the Defenders <laughs> Netflix shows.
1: This so was good. is
0: good. It was good to see her again. I mean, we last saw her actually in the latest Matrix movie. Is That's it- right. Yeah. Revelations. I can't even remember what it's called, but The Matrix 4. She she was in that but she she's good in this i mean she's for the longest time like she's working under denny carmichael who's played by reggie jean page the guy who did a season of bridgerton everybody loves this guy for oh that's where he's from (laughs) yeah but you know what like i and again he's also got his own character poster i thought he was going to do more but then you know, they are introducing these characters or supporting characters. They do need to make it about Six and Lloyd. It is the Gosling-Evans movie, after all. But I just thought we are going to get more from him. But with the announcement that they're doing sequel spin-offs, no doubt this character is going to get more to do. But it was a good reveal when Suzanne Brewer, played by Henwick, actually steps up and takes charge and realises, you know what, Carmichael, you've gone too far but you know this movie you're talking about the blood it's got stakes it's got characters that do come and go like there is casualties in this film we get alfrey woodard marvel connection another one she was in captain america civil war she was in the luke cage tv show Well, she's in this she gets a bit of a moment she blows some people up the character doesn't stick around other characters come and go we have callan Mulvey as Sierra 4, he's the one that tips Six off in the beginning that, hey, what you know to be happening isn't necessarily what's happening. You need to look into this. So, again, characters coming, hey, I know this guy, or I know her, dead. Okay, moving Mm. on. It's just not that kind of film where everybody's going to survive.
1: Oh, look, and, you know, all these, like, these faces are popping up. I mean, the Russo brothers you know you know from you know the the two avengers films that they did the the two captain america movies that they did these faces have popped up in there so obviously they like to bring back their talent that they've worked with previously which is great to see even i don't know which one it is joe or anthony you know the one that always makes a visible cameo i honestly in the films. I, <laughs> which I one is it man? I, I, I don't know like, i don't know we could look it up. It's Which very easy. Rich? We could find yeah. out very
0: quickly. Yeah, but I like the mystery. I like the mystery. <laughs> I we refuse. know that a Russo brother acts in their films. He has Why at not? least one. I, I mean,
1: they are one thing, so it's all good. But look, you mentioned that you know, like this movie sort of it, when it wraps up, there's still you know, like there's characters that haven't done as much. They're still out there. They're still doing things. Like I think. The the main story of this was really what happens to to Chris Evans' character, and obviously, you know, it doesn't make it. He's he's gone. He's done. He's dead. Um, when when we get to the end, and you know, like six, you know, six, and he's with Claire, the the girl, and you know, they get in the car and they drive off, and I'm just sitting. I'm like, and then what happens? Like what happens after? I mean, it really is open ended, but not to the point where I'm like, I I wasn't. It wasn't that I wasn't satisfied at how it ended or how the story wrapped up. Because I feel like, no, nope, they told the story that this movie was about, but there's still more to be said. And that's it. And the ending, it works two ways. It works
0: as the end of this film, a film. This is what they've made. But mm. it also works as, hey, we're the getting car, in that car and we're <laughs> going to drive into the sequel. That is You're driving to the city. Oh, bridge. Bridge. You know, there's a character that we've not mentioned, and I do like this character trope. We've got the, the lone wolf played by Danush, and he's, you know, he's another guy, you know, not as crazy as Lloyd. And, you know, he's presented to be as capable as both Lloyd and Sierra, but he's working for Lloyd. But he's the kind of guy that, yep, he's going to do whatever he's going to do for money, but he's got a line. And that line, kids. He's like, no, 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 you didn't tell me that you were mm. taking the kid. And then he sides with Six. So again, it's, it's, a, it's a trope that we've seen in many films. And do you know what? A lot of what happens in this film, we've seen many times elsewhere. But it's <laughs> yeah. packaged nicely. But, you know, The Lone Wolf, I liked him as a, as a character.
1: I know you, you, We keep mentioning the, the girl, Claire, played by Juliet, but you know what? I thought, this, I thought this kid was delightful. I was like, you know, I want to look after you. Like, you, you know, like I want to keep you safe. There was something about her. She had, like, this charm. Um, I don't think I've ever seen um, this actor before, but I'm like, I'm going to keep an eye on you. Like, she's going to pop up and, and things yeah, like that. I don't know. That, I, yeah. I, I'd like, agree with
0: that. Yeah, I like the character. Like she um she's got a voice, she's got a backbone. So she's a confident young girl. She's got a heart condition. Like so she, mm. you know, there's there's health concerns. So it's not just a young girl being kidnapped. There's that next level of stakes.
1: Yeah. And with that type of character, you know, that sort of snarky, overconfident teenagers, they really could have played into that and you know made her sort of just quite like obnoxious but you know what like when bullets are flying she's screaming she's she's scared like she's genuinely you know like there's fear to be had when even when it's a quiet moment and it's like sixes you know just taking a dude out she's just like shit this is not normal (laughs) like closes (laughs) the door like you know it's sort of it's i don't know there's just something about just how it's handled and i'm just like this is this is well done um but amongst all all the you know all the you know the the characters and stuff like that there's a whole lot of action that's that's going on and i gotta say like this movie really would have looked good on the big screen like there's some action set pieces um sequences that i'm like wow that's quite that's quite impressive and i was like the Russell brothers clearly know how to put together a good Action scene. I mean, obviously they've had a lot of practice. I mean, those Marvel movies to, well, I was going to say going back to their community days with the
0: paintball special episode that yeah, they did. I that's think that's true, where yeah. that's where they first cut their teeth with shooting action. But yeah, of course, the the Marvel but like, films.
1: But like visually, there's a lot going on, especially like the like the the first few scenes, like with all the fireworks and like, the way the, you know, the camera is, is moving around, like, it's not quite drone work, but it, it's, like, you know, like, they're really doing some crafty stuff, um, and you, you, get, you get to the hedge maze, and then again, like, you, you've got this little fight scene in this fountain, but then it's, like, the sun's sort of coming up, and I'm just sitting there going, why does this look so pretty? Like, why has this been shot this way? I'm not mad. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like- if, you, if you look at a lot of
0: netflix films i've got to be honest after watching this one i finally got around to watching the man from toronto action comedy Woody harrelson kevin hart from the director of the hitman's bodyguard i'm not sure if you got round to it
1: yet not yet it's on the list on the list it's a lesser film like (laughs) by a lot (laughs) by a lot to the
0: point where i should have done that one first the thing is with I was going to say both uh, both films do feature the big text though, so they've got something in common other than the <laughs> dum <dum-dum>, dum <Fair laughs> or the ta dum Netflix
1: logo at the beginning. With them, um, like with like with Netflix films, and you know, of like there there seem to be a lot more good ones <laughs> well, these they've, days.
0: They've, like, they've upped the game, haven't they? And they've changed yeah. their tactic. They're like. Instead of making lots of okay films, sometimes good, why don't less, we like, make less, less, spend more? Yeah. So I think now we're getting films like The Gray Man, Red Notice, The Irishman. You know they've definitely changed their approach. But this film, though, it is the most expensive Netflix film to date—a
1: budget probably... of two hundred million. That's wow before it feels probably the most theatrical because of the action sequences
0: yeah but the but not just the action the cast like it looks like a summer blockbuster more than anything else that they've made i mean red notice you know dwayne
1: johnson gal gadot
0: ryan reynolds you know that was fun yeah but even
1: even all like these a lot of i've struggled i think the most with the action films that have been on netflix and i know most of them have worked for yourself, and obviously, people have been liking them, but I've struggled with them a lot mainly because you know, even if the action looks good, I'm like, they haven't gotten me with the story, maybe just visually, it's not actually that engaging. I don't know, like, there have been various different reasons. Listen yeah. to our reviews, they're all there. Th- this is next
0: level, this is absolutely next level. I this was one, chatting, this I one was chatting to somebody, and it wasn't me. What? No, I was chatting to somebody else. This film just had been out less than a week, and I just brought it up and they're like oh yeah i really enjoyed it i watched it twice already I'm like oh wow and that that was before i'd seen it i thought oh okay like that's really like you you know you've watched the same film twice within a week and it's a netflix film so i thought going in that okay so maybe there's something more going on here but of course you know the cast and just having those two side by side on the poster the trailer looked great but yeah more of this like you know yeah Netflix come on give us more of this and they are actually they're giving us a sequel and a spin-off but do you know what I mean There's more types of <laughs> films like this this kind of quality so on that then if you're gonna rate the gray man out of
1: five I I enjoyed this movie I enjoyed this movie and look the there are tropes and there are you know like things you know cliches and stuff in this movie that you know we can, we can look past very easily. Um, you know, this isn't gonna, I'm not gonna say this is like the greatest action film to come out in, you know, the you know, past year or two years or anything like that, or even the past five years, but it's a good one. It's an enjoyable one. Um, again, it moves at like, like such a great pace that it's like you, you don't even get a moment to, to like get bored. Um, it doesn't leave you exhausted though. Chris Evans is fantastic. You're just having fun with him. That's what it is. He's nuts. Um, Ryan Gosling, you know, like there's there's a, there's a pretty cool character there. Um, I think a little bit more development over time. You know, we got a bit of backstory in this, but maybe the next installment we're going to get a bit more. Um, Again, yeah, it's a simple movie, but visually quite appealing looking. The action is pretty damn good. For a for a little two-hour movie that you know I got on Netflix, I'm like, I'm very impressed. I'm gonna give this a solid four out of five. Wow. You um, you saw what I wrote online
0: after I watched <laughs> this. And you know, I'm I'm still gonna stand by that. Right? What I said, entertaining fun, but absolutely forgettable. And do you know what? Standing by that, but this film is so much fun. It really is. So and I, I mean, I watched it. So sat for two hours. And because we were going to be doing the review, I'm like thinking back, I'm like, I know that I liked it. And I could remember certain, you know, certain quips, action sequences, but I I went online and read the full synopsis for the film just to see if I'd missed anything or if I'd forgotten anything. And I think it's just because it's the type of film that it is like not every film needs to be an award-winning film. Like sometimes a film just needs to entertain you for the time that you're watching it. And, and that's what that film or this film did for me. And you know what? I could quite happily sit down now and watch it again. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird one. There's not a lot of films I can say that about, but it's the, the action, the cast, and it's just a lot of fun but as soon as i hit stop on the movie i just went on to do something else it didn't have that staying mm. power for me and maybe that's what makes me want to go back and re-watch it again because i did enjoy watching it i'm i'm there with you um i'm going to come in at a, a four oh, i was a three then i'm going to come in at a <laughs> four out of five it is you know not as an insult. Big dumb fun. And again, like we said in the opening, like the movie that the Russos have made, the movie that we're reviewing is clearly what they set out to make. It's Look, just,
1: it's a lot of fun. If you've got concerns that you know this movie might be forgotten about, you know, when they do the sequel or prequel or whatever the hell they're doing, all the spin-off with Anadamas, if they do that <laughs> to give her all the spin-offs. Um you know, people will then come back to this and revisit it and it will get talked about again. And and that's how they'll continue to rejuvenate the IP. And it's just a click away. It's a Netflix Mm. film.
0: For as long as you've got Netflix, you're going to have access. So there we go. Go back and watch it as many times as you would like. So as always, we like to close out on a bit of trivia. And I struggle, to be honest. Like most Netflix films... They don't tend to have too much, although this film did have more than most. But this is what I found. Joe Russo says he and his brother make movies like The Grey Man so they can help the Daniels make everything everywhere all at once, just like Soderbergh made Ocean's Eleven so he could help them make Welcome to Collingwood. So that's their approach. They're going to make these big, expensive movies so then they can help support smaller personal projects, whether for them or for other people. And essentially, you know, we mentioned their production company in the opening, Agbo. That's why they set it up in the first place, that they'd been given the opportunity with their first movie by Soderbergh and they're looking to pay it forward. It' a nice approach. I like that. Well that's it for our review of the Gray Man. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts and please
1: leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as that Film to podcast.
0: And we also have our companion shows rewind and review and sounds like
1: comics. Which each have their own facebook pages if you missed it we recently reviewed green lantern beware my power and keep an eye out for our next review
0: pray you've been listening to luke and jason the guys from that film stew see you soon